The chance of a chat turning into a chat lead increases about 70% if we're able to get to the, if the first response to the chat happens within three seconds. Welcome to the Law Firm Growth Podcast, where we share the latest tips, tactics, and strategies for scaling your practice from the top experts in the world of growing law firms. Are you ready to take your practice to the next level? Let's get started. Hi, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Case Fuel Podcast. I'm your host, Jan Roos, and today we're here with Ted DeBettencourt, who's the co-founder of Juvo Leads. So I'm sure some of you may have seen the prevalence of chatbots on some of the larger firms that that might be in your market. And Ted's actually developed a really interesting solution that's taking a lot of the advantages that some people are getting while eliminating some of the problems that people may or may not be aware of by implementing these chat solutions. Regardless, he is an expert on all things related to chat. So I'm really excited to see what we can get from this interview with Ted. Thanks, Ted. Thanks for having me on. How's it going today? Good, good. Getting into it, would you mind telling us a little bit about your origin story, how you came to focusing on this in your business? Sure. Jubilee started, me and, and my co-founder, uh, Nick, we've been working with a lot of different law firms and, and looking at the existing chat solutions out there. And we saw we didn't really like any of the ones that existed. And also, we kind of didn't like the idea of chat overall, to be perfectly honest. And we said, let's come up with a technology to, uh, to beat chat. So we developed this cool little piece of software that basically a visitor comes to the website, types their phone number onto their desktop or or mobile device, and the phone would ring both at the law firm and then the law firm would press, you know, a number on their phone, like press one, and then the person would be contacted. And our whole goal was to beat chat in terms of uh, try to get more leads for the website. And we tried about 25 different variations of the graphic, of the, the UX, and every time we lost to chat. So, you know, eventually we realized, okay, well, <laughs> you can't beat chat. Chat always wins. So let's figure out how to make chat better. So then we kind of pivoted, so to speak, and uh, turned around and, and became a um, what we like to think is kind of the best chat uh, solution out there for law firms. Gotcha. Yeah. So if you can't beat them, join them, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> that was kind of our take. So basically, I'm sure we have some listeners. Most of the people on this podcast probably have a website. So in terms of the people that are seeing the best benefit for this, what do you think is the point at which people should really start to focus on chat as a solution? Generally, everyone can benefit from chat in terms of when it becomes a, a nice to have versus a need to have. Is anytime you start driving paid traffic to the site. So you know, if you're spending a hundred dollars in, in driving traffic to the site, if your conversion rate, if you know, doubling your conversion rate or you know, moving it up 40, 50 percent, is something that turns into real dollars saved or earned. And at that point, it becomes necessary. So, for instance, if you're driving a thousand dollars worth of ads to a landing page for an AdWords client and you know you're converting five ten percent if you throw chat on the site without it before immediately the minute you put chat on the site you're increasing your conversion rate anywhere between 20 to 40 percent so you know if you're doing five percent now you're doing somewhere between seven and ten percent if you're doing ten percent now you're doing 14 15 percent it really depends on exactly what type of traffic as the conversion rate goes up it means you're getting more bang for your buck with your AdWords spend so that's where we really like to make sure it's a must-have for for clients. So one of the interesting things about the legal niche is that we're working with some pretty large case file sizes. So the decision to go ahead and invest in software like this, even if it turns into one closed retainer, if, if you know if you're having three thousand dollars in your average retainer, that's a very very tangible benefit. And you know to your point, 
the fact that people are already spending money on paid traffic, one of the things that I don't think gets spoken about enough is really the importance of conversion. Because, you know, going to your, your conversation about a 20 to 40% benefit, uh, even if you're getting a solid ROA, let's say you're getting three to one on your AdWords spend of $1,000. So if we can kick that up from 3000 up to, you know, 4500 that's a pretty compelling case for getting the stuff initiated. So that's actually really interesting. Fed into one of my next questions was sort of the, the metrics that you have for conversions. So basically, we're saying that we're increasing the amount of conversion that people are going to get by 20 to 40%, which is a super helpful figure. Based on your data, and you guys have access to a lot of law firms who are running your software right now, what kind of metrics are you guys seeing in terms of initiated chat to closed chat, closed chat in terms of case value? Like, What kind of numbers do you have on that? That's a good question. And it varies pretty significantly, mostly by the traffic source. So for instance, there's a lot of uh, legal blogs out there that draw traffic nationally. So some of these blog posts might get a ton of traffic, but they don't necessarily drive a ton of leads because you know, if, if a law firm only practices in one state and they're getting national rankings for a particular blog firm, that page might have a low conversion rate just because you know people from all around are reading it. Whereas AdWords traffic or local pages are going to have a much higher conversion rate depending on how tight the AdWords campaign is and what you're focusing on. For some of the niche term uh, practice areas, so or not even niche so much, but uh, kind of the smaller term, so the uh, patent law, some trademark law, anything like that, we're seeing 15, 20% conversion on AdWords. And from by that, we mean visit to lead. In terms of the more normal or kind of the more typical, the PIs, the criminal defense, the DUIs, for AdWords campaigns, we're seeing anywhere between 5 to 15% conversions, conversion rate for a lot of our campaigns. Regarding chat to chat lead, so you know, maybe someone will have a chat, but we'll screen them out or they won't be a good lead. It's anywhere between a third of the chats turn into leads to about 60% of the chats turn into chat leads. It really depends on the AdWords campaign itself. For SEO, we're looking at somewhere around 25 to 35% in terms of chats to chat leads. It, it really depends on the source of the traffic. Though. That's actually really interesting and definitely higher than I expected because basically, you know, you have something that's sort of a differentiator, which is something we've talked about in a couple of, of previous episodes. So if, if you take three law firms, and, and this is something one of our uh, previous guests Gary Falkowitz, who's especially on intake, says, you know, you have to assume that whenever somebody comes through your website, they spoke to one law firm before you, they spoke to one law firm after you. So if those other mm-hmm. people that that were, were communicating, the law firm before had something like an email form, and then the other one had maybe a phone call with a receptionist or something like that. When you get to, uh, I would say that the lead that ends up speaking to the law firm a little bit more, if nothing else, it's a point of differentiation. You kind of get to feel like you know this law firm. I mean, I think if you're considering the competitive metrics and competitive nature of the space, it's definitely definitely a benefit to have this kind of thing. To that point, though, I wanted to kind of discuss sort of the alternatives that, that people have, because this is something that, that's come up when, when I've discussed this with clients and stuff. So what kind of uh, cannibalization do we see? So, you know, if you have uh, email form and a phone form, for example, is are the people that are chatting people that wouldn't be otherwise communicating with that person? And that was actually one of our biggest fears when we started. We said, all right, well, you know, if we put chat on the site, before chat, 10 people were to contact the law firm in any given month. And then we put chat on the site. Won't it just be, you know, eight people chatting with the site and two people calling or, or some variation? We're afraid it wouldn't be any net gain. To kind of our surprise, and, and we we're actually pretty happy to see this, is that we didn't really see a lot of cannibalization. We lost somewhere between 5 to 10% of the leads we attributed were cannibalized. But if we looked at the total amount of leads that came 
came in, keeping the ad spend the same and the SEO traffic relatively the same. We did see a, a generally a large jump in leads that came in. So it wasn't a cannibalization issue as much as we had feared. But that is a legit concern. But all the data we have says it's, it just doesn't add up. So, you know, if you would have 10 calls one month, maybe you'll have eight calls and two of those calls will now be chats, but we'll still have enough additional chat leads come in to more than make up for the two that were cannibalized that way. That's a really interesting point. And one of the things that this kind of comes into with uh, the sort of marketing that we do is this question between AdWords versus SEO. And the answer that we've kind of come to it, and it's actually sort of a similar thing. We found that uh, pay-per-click traffic will cannibalize the SEO traffic to a pretty, you know, actually eerily similar amount, about five to ten percent. But it's sort of the the way that we've kind of explained this out, and I, I think this this carries to the chat versus call or email conversation as well, is that ultimately you're talking about a lot of different people that could be visiting your site, and different people have different preferences. I'm sure everyone's got a friend that's you know so scared that they they wouldn't even order pizza if they picked up the phone, you know, let alone talk to a lawyer and they don't understand what the the financial ramifications of that might be if people aren't communicating the whole free consultation thing well. But basically, you know, you might have somebody that doesn't really have because they're shy, maybe it's because they're a little bit earlier in the sequence, maybe it's just the type of person that they are. They might not be willing to jump on the phone or or set up an email to jump on the phone with somebody right away, but it's a lower touch place. So ultimately I think the reason that this cannibalization doesn't occur is because you're essentially reaching a different group of people that are visiting your site. Yeah, I definitely think that so. I couldn't agree with you more. It's a different group of people and the same people that would call up are going to be a, a different type of lead or person or website visitor than the one that might just have a quick question. So for us, a lot of the times with the chat, the person will have a quick question or, or, you know, hey, I have this legal question. How do I get it figured out? And from that, we our job is to take that question, determine if that person would be a good lead. And if so, then turn that lead into or turn that chat into a lead. So often that would mean, um, hey, that's a great question. We'd be happy to set you up with a free consultation if you know the law firm offers that and then convert it that way. So these are the people that are a little bit probably less hesitant to make a phone call than, you know, and, and kind of get fully engaged in the subject. And oftentimes they just say, hey, I just got, you know, this little quick question I want to help with. And that's actually something that, you know, in my practice, we're generating mostly phone calls with pay-per-click and SEO. And I can't tell you how many times people are, uh, you know, we have, we have clients that get people that are asking these quick questions and you know, they're paying good money for these leads. So they they get a little bit upset by that sometimes. And <laughs> yeah. if you can have a, a way that people can reach, ultimately, it's, it's, you know, people know what they're getting into and there's not a lot of stuff to process. But uh, that actually leads into my next question, which is basically, you sort of touched on this before, but you know, this is something that's kind of come up. And this is really with all marketing is just, you look at somebody, especially if somebody's a solo practitioner or somebody who's aggressively involved with growing their firm, there's not a lot of time to go around. So, you know, we have this big volume of chats that are coming in. How are people dealing with this and how do you guys address that issue? issue specifically? We're actually a little bit different than most chat companies, or pretty much every chat company out there, is that we don't do the paper lead chat version. We have flat chat rate. So what that allows us to do is do a little bit more filtering than some of the other guys out there. We're not going to send you leads that a law firm doesn't want. So a lot of times with the paper lead service, the law firm ends up going back and forth saying, hey, Adam, this isn't really a lead. This is just a question. And you know, there's issues there. With us, that doesn't happen because we have a set number 
number of chats that come in, and that's how our pricing is based. So with that said, we're able to filter a little bit better. So if a law firm says, we only want leads that come that follow you know, these five questions. Was there an accident if it's PI? Was there an accident? Was somebody injured? Was it in the state? You know, How serious was the injury? And based on the criteria that each law firm sets up, then we're able to take that as a qualification and pass on the lead only if it meets certain criteria. And then basically, the way that you're doing this, is it all of a sudden the law firm installs a software, then they have to manage it personally. You guys are doing more of a managed service, right? Yeah, we're, we're fully hosted chat. So basically, you just take a little piece of code, put it on your site, fill out a questionnaire that we ask to learn more about your law firm, and then you have 24-7 coverage. So anytime someone comes on the site and starts asking a question to one of our chat agents, we provide the chat agents to fully uh, answer all those questions. So it's a fully managed service, so the law firm doesn't have any more work on their end. And that's super important too, because like, you know, a couple of reasons. One is that, you know, we also went over in that previous episode with Gary Falkowitz, uh, generally speaking, a lot of front desk staff is really not well equipped to process leads that are coming in. So the reality is if you have people that are doing this stuff every single day, chances are they're actually going to get more cases than your existing staff or yourself if if you're busy. And another Mm -hmm. thing, and and this is something that we've seen in uh, the PPC world specifically, a lot of the times uh, things are less competitive when you go outside of normal business hours for obvious reasons. I mean, most people are going to be advertising during a time that they can actually take a call, but there's actually a huge benefit from a cost per lead perspective because it's less, you know, there's, there's less competition for those clicks. But also, you know, you might be the only game in town when something happens. And I can see this happening really, really well for personal injury. We actually have a situation with a client of ours. They recently were awarded a $6 million case and they're able to track that down to a call that came at 10.58 p.m. on a Thursday. And they happen to do it through uh, after hours dialing service. But, you know, the point still Mm -hmm. stands. If you're the people that are there to take the call, you're going to be the people that get the case. And, you know, with personal injury specifically, it's, you know, that, that can sometimes be a life changing amount of money. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. One of the biggest factors in, in kind of going to go to that 10.58 p.m. phone call is the chance of a chat turning into a chat lead increases about 70% if we're able to get to the, if the first response to the chat happens within three seconds. So chats that take, if a person, if a law firm is managing a chat or a phone call and, you know, it goes to voicemail, for instance, and, you know, maybe the law firm doesn't call it back, uh, that's, a, that's a missed opportunity. Same thing with chat. If someone starts chatting and maybe it's the secretary that of the law firm, firm that was managing the chat and, you know, maybe she's on the phone call, maybe she ran out to lunch or or whatever reason she isn't able to answer it at that exact moment. The chance of that chat initiation turning into a chat lead drops off dramatically. So part of the service and of the benefit is with using a managed service like us is that when a chat comes in, all chats will be answered within less than three seconds, meaning the time that someone says, hey, I got a question to us replying, hey, happy to help answer you, occurs basically instantaneously from the website visitor for perspective, which increases the chance of a conversion. As far as the people that are hiring, I'm sure some people might be raising an eyebrow right now and say, yeah, I'm not sure if this is compliant with my state bar organization or whatever. What kind of people are you having answering these chats? And can you speak to the need for an attorney to be present? First and foremost, for us and pretty much every other chat service out there, we never attempt 
to answer any legal questions. So none of the chat agents right now, I think, barred attorneys, and we don't try to be. Anytime we get a legal question, so let's say, you know, uh, a chat visitor comes on, says, hey, I got this legal question. We always say, hey, that's a great question for attorney, you know, XYZ, depending on the firm. We'd be happy to put you in contact with him or her. Can I have your name, please? So at no, we're very cognizant of the fact that any perceived answers to a legal question can create a, um, or at least in some states, a, uh, or a perceived attorney-client privilege, which is a big no-no we know. So, you know, we're very cognizant of that fact and we make sure not to ever give that appearance nor give any legal advice. That's definitely very good to know. Now, I'm switching gears a little bit onto Juvo Leads specifically. So one of the things you mentioned when we were getting started was that you guys weren't really satisfied with any of the solutions that were currently on the market. What kind of issues were you seeing with the chat software that's out there that people might already be on or already be considering? Well, right now, uh, chat from the legal space is pretty much dominated by two big players and they're both pretty similar. Uh, there were two things we didn't like about what they, or three things we didn't like about how they worked exists, how they exist as of today and why we wanted to create a solution. One, the chat agents all said the same thing. So there were cookie cutter answers. If you chat with one agent on one firm site, they're going to give you the same cookie cutter answers as another agent on another firm site. So one of the things that we wanted to do is make sure we learn more about each firm we work with so we can provide a little bit more custom answers to questions. And by custom answers, I don't mean legal answers. I mean questions you know, they can be little things like, is there parking down the street? Are you open on Saturdays? Little questions like that. So we always make sure we have a uh, questionnaire that we ask each law firm that we work with from the outset so we can answer those little mundane questions and provide a better service for the chat visitor. The second big thing we saw is we didn't really like how the pop-up looked. When you clicked on the pop-up or the chat with our competitors, a new window would open. It would literally be a pop-up and it was a kind of a jarring experience, especially on mobile because on mobile, when a new window pops up, it's a little bit, feels funny. So we wanted to design our chat interface based off of what people were already familiar with using. And we found that the biggest chat applet out there was uh, Facebook. So we designed the look and feel of our chat off Facebook. So when a person comes to the site, they're already using a software that they're familiar with using, not kind of relearning the wheel with a new software. And the third big thing that we wanted to change was that all the law firms we were working with were using both chat and a call tracking solution. So instead of just having the chat alone, we said, you know what, why don't we include call tracking with our chat solution? So as of about a year ago, Jubileads is fully managed chat. We also do uh, call tracking. So it's kind of a three-in-one call tracking, chat, hosted chat, and then form tracking so we can track your existing forms as well. It just provides one central place for all your uh, leads to come in. One of the things we talk about often is, is sort of the importance of a law firm, especially one that's intending to grow about knowing their numbers. And having something in one central location is a huge shortcut in terms of being able to, to get everything together. And then the other thing too is that you know we can talk about stuff like what's a chat lead compared to a phone lead? And there's probably some broad answers out there based on a lot of data, but ultimately it's going to be, you know, the firm's positioning, the firm's market, what kind of practice are they in? And that's ultimately a, a sort of unique situation. So basically people are going to have the data to go ahead and look at, at what is actually working for the law firm and being able to have all that in one place is super important. Now, kind of going on that stuff, you know, you, we talked about phone tracking a little bit. What's sort of the importance of tracking and, and what are some of the gains that you might have seen from people who have implemented a solution like this where they haven't had one before? 
The big thing is, especially from an AdWords perspective, is if you set up full tracking, so if you can see what AdWords and search terms are leading to all your chat leads, phone leads, and form leads, it's a lot easier to pick the winners and the losers. So let's say you have a PI campaign and you have uh, one ad group going after car accidents, one after truck accidents, and one after um, slip and fall. So if you run the campaign for a statistically significant period of time, so let's say you get 100 clicks in each, uh, each campaign, with full tracking, you could look and say, all right, from the car accidents, I got six leads. From the slip and fall, I got seven. But from the uh, truck accidents, I got 12 leads total. And here are the top three terms within that ad group, which really were the ones that drove the leads. So once you know that data, then you can reallocate your budget for the next period of time and only put your budget into the winners and remove the losers from the campaign. Because for every campaign, there's a lot of terms that drive clicks but aren't driving leads. So once you have identified them, you can cut those out from future campaigns and only uh, spend money on the terms that uh, bring leads in. That's super important. And I'm constantly shocked. So we do a lot of audits here at Case Fuel of existing AdWords accounts. You would be shocked to see the kind of spend that people are putting out there without actually having any sort of you know metrics on, on what's actually delivering the leads. And then, yeah, to, to your point, that's really how you end up getting better results in the next month than you do this month. So if you don't really know what you're you're doing, it's like, you know, it's like trying to drive a car with no rear view window and, you know, an opaque <laughs> windshield, you know? Yeah, All right. Yeah. So you guys have tried a lot of different things in kind of the journey to getting to the current iteration of Juba leads. What are some experiments you've tried out that might not have worked out? Yeah, we had a lot, especially when we were trying to beat chat. We came up with so many darn UX versions of chat that allowed us to see what didn't work. Regarding chat specifically, one of the big things that we came up with is that in kind of a, we were happy to see when, is when a website chat starts, we have these three little dots that bubble up. So all our chats are started by, are started automatically by an AI unit. So the first thing they say is for each website, there's three little dots, kind of like the Facebook that says, um, welcome to X number law firm. My name is X. Be happy to answer any questions and help you in whatever way. And what we realize is those three little bubbling dots that appear kind of very similar to they do on Facebook. Once we put those on, we're able to beat all the other chat robots out there by a good margin. So that was one of the big things that we saw. Before that, every test we had, we were somewhat, we were about the same and sometimes a little worse, sometimes a little better than our competitors. But those three little bouncing dots were uh, some of the ones that really helped us. Yeah, that's pretty cool. And also calling back to a previous episode, sometimes it's just those little changes and things that can make all the difference. And it's really good that there's people out there like you that are trying this. So people have to figure it out on their own. I mean, I can't imagine most law firms have the uh, technical teams in place to try this stuff out. So it's good that you know, you're know you able to do this so people don't have to reinvent the wheel. Going on to some of this stuff. So, so you guys are working with a lot of data and all the clients that you guys have. Um, what kind of stuff have you guys learned from seeing all this that the listeners might find helpful? Our big thing is, you know, the minute you you put chat on, you get an uptick in leads just because if you walk into a, uh, you ever walk into like a Gap or, you know, uh, one of those clothing stores and at first, you know, the person goes, hey, I'm here to help you. Anything I can help you with? And, you know, most people's initial reaction is, no, I'm just browsing. But then two minutes later, you're looking for the pants and the right size and, you know, you ask the person at the desk there. So we're kind of the law firm's version of that. So you might not have a question at first, but after you're on the site for a minute or two, you'll uh, you usually have a question that 
we'd be happy to either help answer or direct you to the person that can. So, you know, chat up front adds value. Two, tracking everything. So if you're not tracking it, you don't know what's winning. You're kind of throwing darts against the wall and aren't really able to keep score. So whether you use us or another solution or, you know, any solution out there, if you can't track your spend to your leads, you're kind of wasting your time because if you can't figure out what's working, you can't reallocate your budget based on your success. We're not the only tracking solution out there, obviously. There are other ones, but if you're not using us, at least have some way to be able to track to be able to tell exactly what's working and what's not. So yeah, so that's kind of our two big things. Right. That's cool stuff. And then basically the last thing I wanted to ask was, you know, sometimes there's people who have this, this perception that chat's annoying. What kind of answer would you have to people who are saying that? I say that was our initial thought too. Chat can be annoying, but being seeing the, to a lot of people, chat might be perceived as annoying, but the reality is, is increases the conversion rate, increasing the leads. If you want more leads, you use chat. I think you're going to see a growing number of chat on websites moving forward. Five years ago, there was maybe, or, you know, two years ago, there was maybe one out of every hundred. Now it's about one out of law firms that spend over a thousand dollars a month of AdWords. It's one out of every two on those type of websites. So, you know, chat's growing. People realize it works. It makes money. If you want to make money, you're using chat. Well, there you said it. So look, if you're spending money on your marketing, your law firm, if you're committed to growing, this is something that you can do to increase the amount of leads that you're getting by 20 to 40%. And the thing is that a lot of times this is really a huge force multiplier because it takes spend that you're already doing and gets you more out of it. So, you know, in my mind, it's it's almost a no brainer for people who are really committed to doing this, to look into a solution, whether it's Jubo Leads or one of these other ones, but um, you know where our heart is based on this episode. <laughs> so uh, Ted, what's the best way for people to find you guys online? if they're looking to uh, to find a solution like this. Reach us to uh, reach out to us through our website. We're at juvoleads.com. You can follow us on Twitter at juvoleads. Anyway, starting from the website, kind of working out from there. We offer free trials. So, you know, we normally do a free uh, week trial, but for anyone that contacts us through you or references this podcast, we give them a free month trial. So by all means, uh, reach out and uh, we're happy to start the conversation. All right. Well, that's fantastic. And thanks again for that offer. That's, that's really great, Ted. Thanks again for making time on the podcast. I hope you guys got Got some value out of this. I know I sure did. And we'll look to see you next week on the Case Fuel Podcast. Thank you for listening to the Law Firm Growth Podcast. For show notes, free resources, and more, head on over to casefuel.com slash podcast. Looking forward to catching up on the next episode.